Asante came to TurboTax after graduating from culinary school and landing a job in the hottest kitchen in town. My hands are full all day, every day. I love it. Asante, as your TurboTax expert, I'll make your moves count, guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and your maximum refund. Sound good? Yes, expert! Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Thanks for listening to the Kim Commando Today podcast. While we make some changes and rearrange some stuff around here, here's a replay for your enjoyment. Hey, I always like to kick things off with something super interesting. And how many times you hit that snooze button before you wake up? I know you do. Well, a lot of sleep experts say that hitting that snooze is just a horrible thing. But if you do it time and time again, there's actually some good news for you. Scientists at Stockholm University say that contrary to popular belief, there is absolutely no evidence that hitting the snooze button is a bad thing. They found that snoozers averaged an extra 20 minutes or more of sleep with no negative side effects. Oh, yes, sleep. Oh, it reminds me of that old joke. Do you think that Jeff Bezos sleeps naked? Do you think that Jeff Bezos sleeps naked or with his pajamas on? Get it? Like PJ Amazon. Oh, I know. That was a bad one. I promise you they will get better. Hey, you're about ready to get more tech smarts because every single thing is now a tech thing. And if you're a new listener to the show, welcome aboard. Glad to have you with us. And if you're already a listener, welcome back. You look amazing. Now, I need you to do two things. Number one, the best way for me to grow my show and podcast is for you to tell just one person about it. That's it. Just one friend or family member about my award-winning show and how much you learn. And that brings me to number two. I want to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want to know more about. And you can send me an email to hello at commando.com. Again, that's hello at commando.com. Now then, you can find my show on 420 top radio stations throughout the United States. And you can also get us as a podcast or as a webcast commercial-free over at commando.com. Just hit that big old button that says Commando Community. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And just a quick reminder, if you're just too dang shy to come on a big-time radio show, ha, huh, I got it. You can always drop me your questions over at commando.com. Hit the link that says email Kim. Alrighty then, every single day, I go to at least 35 different websites to make sure that we're both up to date on all things digital. And here are five things that you need to know right now. And we're going to start with buying an EV. If you're thinking about buying an EV and you're saying, well, I'm not sure if I should do this. Is it a good deal? Is it a good decision? You're not alone. Just last week, top executives admitted, this is really something, that their EV manufacturing and sales goals are in real trouble. New car inventory is just piling up at all these dealerships. GM CEO Mary Varis says that the company has completely abandoned plans to build 100,000 new EVs by the end of the year and another 400,000 by June of next year. Let me tell you something. That is a big change of focus. And GM has no idea when or even if it's going to meet those goals. So what exactly is the problem? All right, high interest rates for sure. Uh, Customers have that nagging worry, though, that they're going to be afraid one day they're going to be caught with a depleted battery and no charging station in sight. Yeah, It actually has a term. It's called EV anxiety. All right, moving on to number two, let's go to California, San Francisco. They've been fighting these self-driving taxis for years. Waymo and GM's crews, they're the biggest, but they're also really big problems. They spontaneously stop in the street for no apparent reason and then snarling traffic. 
And now the DMV says that GM's cruise taxis taxis are so unsafe that they are going to shut them down. That's right. The California DMV suspended GM's cruise autonomous driving car permit, which shuts the robot taxi service down. The DMV says that GM misled everyone and that the GM cruise cars are simply not safe for public operation. Now, all this on top of the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's probe. And as I've said before, driverless cars will one day be safe, but today is just not that day. Moving on to number three, let's talk about Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. If you want misinformation, look no further than X. And no, I'm not saying that X is spreading misinformation, but Elon Musk haters, they are the ones doing it. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm not a huge Elon Musk fan, but I do think that he's brilliant. But a lot of people in the media, they don't like X or Twitter. They don't like him for uh, allowing Trump back on and for not censoring uh, conservatives and conservative politicians who are still remaining on the site. Now, the attacks are primarily false so-called news stories claiming that users and advertisers are abandoning X and droves and that bankruptcy can't be far away. It's not true. In fact, it's the opposite. While some Musk haters did leave X, politicians, government agencies, bloggers, tens of millions of others, they're still there. And much to the disappointment of Musk enemies, X is not really going anywhere, even though, wow, listen to this. Elon Musk paid $40 billion for the site, and it's worth, are you ready, drumroll please, $19 billion now. Ouch. Ooh, I don't know if I could sleep at night. Uh, moving on to number four, let's talk about cell phones. This year, Florida passed a new law banning student cell phone use during class time, and so did Great Britain. Other states are about to do the same. So naturally, both parents and teachers, they're just split. Now, the group who's against banning cell phones during class time claim that the bans could hinder a student's self-direction and critical thinking. And then you have to remember, though, we're talking about kids, the ones with far too many life distractions and this self-directed activity. Yeah, social media. So common sense tells you that during class, a smartphone can be the ultimate distraction. Again, we're talking about during class. Now, on the way to school, between classes, going home, yeah, your kid needs to have a smartphone so this way you can monitor their location for their safety and your peace of mind. You know, it reminds me when my son was just entering high school and I said to the headmaster, are you really going to allow all these kids to hold their smartphones during class? And he looked at me and I, you know, I, at first I was shocked at what he said, but then I was like, you know, this is really smart. He said, if we don't teach them how to handle a smartphone in situations as they become adults, they won't know what to do. And so, yeah, so he had a smartphone, but if they took it out during class, uh, they would actually take it away. And finally, this, coming in at number five, yeah, Black Friday, can you believe it? It's right around the corner, I know, and the sales are already starting. So here's a preview of the early stuff that's just waiting for you. This year, JCPenney was the first big store to offer Black Friday deals. It was mostly clothing. Uh, Walmart and Amazon, they're starting to grab the spotlight with Apple's a 41-millimeter watch discounted by about $70. They also have a 50-inch Roku TV for $150. Best Buy is pitching an LG 48-inch OLED TV for about $550. And Amazon's Fire Stick 4K is $44. Now, what about these prices? They're okay, but I'm fully expecting prices to fall even further as we keep moving closer and closer to Thanksgiving. 
because a lot of shoppers are feeling strapped because of the economy, inflation, jobs, whatever it may be, and then prices will be slashed. So I would wait just a few weeks longer before I started thinking about doing any serious holiday shopping. And you know, if you're going to be shopping on Black Friday, always, always be considerate by turning your phone horizontal before recording any fights. All right, who should we start with? How about Tom in St. Louis, Missouri? Hey, Kim, glad to hear from you. I listen to you almost every day, and I look at your newsletter, and I'm a big, big fan. In fact, the reason I'm calling is to sort of thank you because you could have saved me untold misery and problems. And I'll I'll tell you what my story. Uh, My wife is interested in getting a new artificial Christmas tree. Okay. So we're looking online, and she's checking all of the sites, and then Lo and behold, she gets an ad that pops up, and she comes to me, and she says, Look, honey, I found the best tree in the world. It's only $42, and it's normally $800. And so um, I looked at her, and I said, Sweetie, you know that old saying about if Mm -hmm. it sounds too good to be true? Yep. And she says, Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but, you know, it's such a good deal. And it's it's ironic to me that I've been preaching to my wife for 20, 30 years about stuff like this, but it's so easy to be taken in. And uh, uh, I just want to thank you because your education, at least over the years, has probably saved us a lot of money and time and aggravation because she was ready to just get her credit card out and uh, order this thing. And, of course, she's not going to get anything, but she's going to get a big headache down the road. So, so how did you how did you prove to her that this was a scam? Uh, I, I don't have to I don't have to prove it to her. I I just have to start. I don't want to say yell at her, but I um, uh, I'm always preaching. Don't click on stuff. Don't. And again, this is one of my aggravations because I like the older uh, older lady to call. I'm sort of old too. I'm seventy six, and I grew up with the philosophy of the, the Boy Scouts. The Scout is trustworthy. And I so much want people to be trustworthy, but yet almost every day, every single day, in some way, either on my phone or computers or a podcast or any, you know, there's even through the mail, there is somebody trying to take some of my money and put it in their pocket. A hundred percent. You're absolutely it's, right, Tom. It's really, it's really sad. That's why I like to listen to your show. And I feel sorry for the, all the people. I mean, I, I can't count the number of people who have called in and talked about the thousands of dollars that they oh, have gosh. lost because of some sort of scam. And yep. you have certainly saved me and my wife a big headache. And hopefully you will. Uh, in fact, I know you're going to help other people in the future, too. Well, thank you, Tom. I mean, because basically you, you would have she would have given the credit card for the forty two dollar tree, which. Oh, yeah. OK. And they now what they would have her billing address. Well, your both of your billing address, your home address, right. your credit card number, her first name, her last name. Uh, you're never going to get the tree. Just that. That's just, that's just oh, okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, and then they may take that information and then combine that with other information that's online about you guys. And then, right. oh yeah. Now we're looking at uh, ID theft, medical ID theft. Uh, now you get put into another bin. Because you've already fallen for one scam, guess what happens? You get to go oh, yeah. in the you next bet. line because <laughs> now they know you're you you're good bait. Okay, and so you're going to be there. 
All it ta- all it takes is one mistake, and you're in big trouble. I was at a family barbecue uh, not too long ago, and I was leaving, and a gentleman that I you know I faintly know you know family member, family of a friend of a friend yeah. of a friend type of thing. So I wouldn't say like you know he and I exchange phone numbers or or email addresses or anything, but he walked me out of the car. He said, you know, Kim, I got to ask you a question. I have to ask you a question when my wife is not around. And uh, <laughs> he said, I, yep. you know, I, I, I was online and I wanted to buy a leaf blower. And, yep. and I went to Home Depot and Lowe's website and leaf blower was, I don't know, what he wanted was like 300 bucks, whatever it was. And then I don't know what happened. I was on Facebook and I got an ad for the same leaf blower. Okay. Yeah. And it was it was fifty dollars, and I thought, wow, yeah. what a great deal! So he he bought it, and he goes and you know, he goes and now he's like, do I cancel the credit card because they don't respond to any emails? The website's down. Uh, do you think I'm uh, all my information's on the dark web? And what what do I do? <laughs> I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, you know, <laughs> stop it. You know, so, so here's a good question for you, too. I wonder, you know, you were talking about permission slip by Consumer Reports. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that will prevent this sort of third, you know, where they're selling your information all over the Internet. Well, you know, that's the goal. That yeah. is the goal. Uh, and, you know, that's the goal to, to get as much information about yourself off of the Internet. Because, right. you know, because it, it is. I mean, there's just so much out there. Um you know, we do have a sponsor, a new sponsor, uh, and, and it's called Incogni. And just like instead of incognito, it's called Incogni. Uh, right. And I think if you use code KIM60, you get like 60% off. So before anybody comes as a sponsor on the show or in the newsletters is that I try the product, right? I mean, you know, I, I, it's important right. to me because this is my reputation. This is my brand. And so I tried it and... Within, oh gosh, within the first five minutes of doing this, it got my information out of 74 public databases. Okay. Wow, yeah, that's great. And, and people search sites. Okay. And then I just signed in just for giggles the other day because I was like, oh, I wonder how this is going. And now it's up to 114. And so, you know, because it becomes virtually impossible for us to remove ourselves off of the internet. I mean, truly, it is. I mean, just our data is everywhere. And, and you know, one way to prevent some of the scams is to make sure that whatever you have online is gone, or at least trying to get that off. Doesn't mean it's gone. You're, doesn't mean you're never going to get a scam. Doesn't mean you're never subject to ID theft or whatever it may be. But just to limit that exposure. So, in case you want to check it, you know, be sure to use that permission slip from Consumer Reports. It really is good, and we've got a lot of information about the website, and also we have a link to Incogni over at uh, Commando.com too. And Tom, thank you for your call today. I bet you we just saved some other people from falling for scams. I'll tell you, you really have to watch out for the scams. And not just these type of ads, say, on Facebook and Instagram. But, you know, we now have fake websites popping up. Yes, completely fake websites that that look and feel, say, like Macy's or Tiffany's or Best Buy or whatever it may be, whatever brand that you're looking at. But it's totally fake. So how do you know if it's fake? Well, I wrote about this for the Daily Mail, by the way, so you can read it on their site. But, you know, there are some clues. Of course, the URL is wrong. Uh, the pictures look a little pixelated. The prices are just too good to believe, like 50% off. If you go to the contact form, it doesn't really go anywhere. And so, so you have these signs. So just keep in mind, always make sure you're at the legitimate, the real site when you're doing any type of holiday shopping.
All right. Speaking of the holidays, we're all going to be cooking. And let's say you find this really great recipe online. But when you open the page, oh, it's so annoying, isn't it? You scroll paragraph after paragraph until you actually get to the recipe. So here's the insider scoop. If you want to skip that whole story and jump straight to the recipe, uh, there's a fantastic app and it's a Chrome extension. It's called Just the Recipe. See, some things in tech totally make sense. Just the recipe. So here's how it works. So you find that great chocolate chip cookie recipe, but the author has 3,000 words about what these cookies mean to her and the best chocolate. And you're like, oh God, just give me the recipe. So if you want to skip all that, all you do is just feed that recipe's URL into Just the Recipe. And like magic, it gives you all the ingredients and the steps that you need. Plus, you can also save your favorite recipes. You can have your own personal cookbook within the app, so this way you can look at these recipes again in the future. It's at justtherecipe.com. Download the app or get the Chrome extension. But another way is whether you're on a PC or a Mac, well, on a PC, you're going to hit Control-F, and on a Mac, it's Command-F. And just look for the word print. Oh, and there it is, Just the Recipes. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. All right, there are three scams that are spreading like fire across the United States I need to pass along. And then later on, I have five signs that you need a brand new smartphone. So if you've been sitting there saying, "Mm, is my iPhone 6 still good? Uh, Spoiler, it's not. Or any other phone, I'm going to be passing along those tips. And before we get back to all of your phone calls, let's talk about 911, okay? Let's say a violent criminal has broken to your home. And he doesn't know that you're there. You're hiding, you're panicking, but you do have your phone. So in this situation, should you call or text 911? Okay. The choice is clear, a text message, right? Because you don't want this person to hear you talking on the phone. But in an emergency where you can't talk, a text to 911 might be safer. But here's the problem. Texting 911 isn't as accurate as actually calling 911. An NBC investigation found that a text to 911 doesn't always reveal the precise location of the person texting. And without that location data, right, it's a big problem. First responders can't do anything to help you out. So what's the workaround? If possible, text your address to 911. And if you're not sure of the address, that's when you actually have to call 911. Keep the line open without speaking. They're going to dispatch help to verify your location to make sure that you're okay and to make sure that nothing else is going on. So again, this is a little tip for for you to know. But it's also something for you to pass along to your family members and friends, too. So just a little thing about texting 911. Uh, Let's see, who's up next? How about uh, Jeffrey in Springfield, Illinois? Your intro music to your show gives me flashbacks to when my mom and her aunts would gather around the TV and (laughs) act very unladylike when Tom Jones came on. I know. I know. uh Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady, right? (laughs) Exactly. They weren't. So uh, to to my point, I want to know if QR codes are secure, especially for use by banks who have a lot of sensitive and personal information. Explain. 
Well, I work with a small bank in a rural community, and um, I wanted, we were doing a, what I call a small batch direct mail marketing for the loan department. As you probably gathered, uh, the refinance market is dried up. Nobody wants to refinance. Sure. So we're, we're trying to give people an idea of uh, that they have the equity in their homes for existing loans. They might be able to apply that to things that they want, like a vacation, home remodel, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Um, so on the on the piece itself, rather than have you know contact us by typing in this email address or calling us a QR code that would be scanned and then it would go directly to their the bank's email. Just it was an easy step. It's not a game breaker that we don't use it, but I just wanted to dip my toe in the water when it came to using QR codes. The bank was a little reluctant, saying that there were security issues. And I'm like, you know, QR codes are everywhere now. Yeah, they are everywhere. Um, so uh, that's why I came to you. Well, they're everywhere because they're so easy to create, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are being used for malicious purposes. And so, but I think if you could create a QR code, and you can create a custom QR code, okay, that has mm-hmm. somehow the brand of the bank in the QR code around it, part of it. So it looks like it's from the bank and then it just goes to the bank's contact form. Not, they don't have to log in. They don't have to do anything right. Mm-hmm. That, that it's not going to feel weird. Um, the other thing too, make sure of course it's coming in on official bank stationery, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe, you know, maybe the envelope is truly handwritten because people are more likely to open that. And because you're, it's a small community bank, if you could have the president of the bank sign that letter instead of just mm-hmm. using a, a fake signature, that mm-hmm. I really think that would make a difference and and to make people feel more secure and also to have that personal relationship with the bank. And so if the bank president, he or she can say, you know, you know next to where it says, Dear Bob, you know, maybe, you know, just put a little smiley face or, you know, or something or, or, you know, down or maybe underline a few lines in it and then do a hand signature. I think you'll probably find your response rate is really higher uh, than if you were just do a whole form feed mail merge type of thing and then just sending it out. And I know there are a lot of, you know, people that are making envelopes look like their hand signature, but it's not. And that's where you could really distinguish this and use real stamps instead of, uh, postmarks. I mean, there are different things you can do that because you don't, you know, you're not talking about 50,000 people that maybe, uh, maybe you could even make it just a little bit more personalized. And on that QR code, uh, if they hit the QR code, maybe there's a way that you can say, hi, Kim, you know, thanks for getting our letter. And mm-hmm. so, so it be, again, it feels more like it's not going to feel so much like, Oh, where am I? And this is a scam. And you can actually put in there, you do not need to log in in order for you to get more information. Mm-hmm. You know, your email is encrypted. You know, so just to put everything all out there to squelch the fears. Am I making sense? Right. Yeah, you are. Uh, when you say branding, I've, I've noticed that uh, a lot of QR codes now have in the center of them logos. Of exactly. The, uh, organization that is out there. Um, the um, now, when I say small batch, we're talking about ten at a time. Oh, and, uh, it's wow! A, yeah, a very small batch, and the the whole idea was that there would be follow up calls 
we just wanted to make it easier to see kind of weed out people who would just say, yeah, I don't even want this to begin with. Um, but if they were to respond, then we thought, well, that's a hotter lead than just having a cold call back to them. So, does, does the letter tell uh, them how much they would be looking at as far as with money? Well, that was something I had proposed, but it would be too arduous on the loan department to have to mm. dig through. And um, so we decided to go with this other approach. Um, like I said, it's not a game changer that we we don't use a QR code, but I, it got me curious because I got it's pretty much slammed down when they yeah. said it was it was dangerous. Well, so. it's dangerous. Yeah, it can be dangerous when it's not used the right mm -hmm. way, right? I mean, yeah. and if it's not presented the right way, but I think if you could get the branding in there and you put all the disclaimers that this is fine, you don't need to enter in your, we're not asking you to log in. This is just for information only. Uh, we're not going to sell, lease, distribute your email address to anybody ever. You know, so put all that good, happy stuff in there that I think it would probably work. But again, you know, nothing like that personal touch too on that handwritten signature. Uh, Jeffrey, thank you for your call today. The scams never end. And here are three that are spreading across the United States. Number one, your day in court. Uh, police in several cities, including Amarillo, Texas, they're warning about this. You get a phone call. Looks like it's coming from law enforcement. Looks official. The voice on the other end just lays it on, claiming that you were supposed to show up for a court date. You weren't there. And now there's a warrant out for your arrest. And now you need to pay up. Okay, well, they're probably going to ask you for Venmo, PayPal, whatever it may be, gift cards. But just know that, you know, real law enforcement, they're not going to demand payment over the phone. And always, always, always remember, caller ID can totally be faked. It's called spoofing. Uh, next on our list, real popular, the delivery text. You get a text that looks like it's from the USPS. They say, click here. Your package can't be delivered until you update your address. All right. No link. No problem. Okay. Official USPS communications won't include unsolicited links. Always check the details. Never, ever give out your personal data through a random text. That's the bottom line there. And now number three is a little different. These are gas station skimmer, skimmer alerts. Uh, this one is totally trending in the West. An email in your inbox warns about gas station credit card skimmers. And all you have to do is click the link and you, lucky you, get a list of affected locations. It's a trap, Okay. Uh, do not click any of those links, okay? And by the way, at the gas stations, always make sure that you inspect before you swipe. You know, just look at the payment terminal. If you have any concerns, pay inside or move on to the next station if it totally looks sketchy. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. You know, every single day you can get Kim Commando today as a podcast. You're going to love it. So whether it's cybersecurity secrets, privacy tips, latest in tech trends, I have got you covered. Hit subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. Just search for my last name, Commando. All right. Back to the phones we go with Natalie in Chandler, Arizona. Oh, first of all, 
first of all, I want to thank you for taking my call. And uh, I've been, I listened to you on my way back and forth to work when I was working and recently reconnected with you. And I'm just excited to uh, be able to have you give me some really good advice on living in today's world. And so uh, the question I have is, uh, we've recently formed a club, and I have taken on the task of becoming the newsletter editor. Yay, look so, at you. Uh, yeah, it's exciting, and it's, there'll be a learning curve. Um, the past I used, 25 years ago, I used Microsoft Word, but I thought I would connect with the tech guru and get your advice as to what software you would recommend and um, anything that you can add to that in terms of how I would go about modifying and that type of thing. So newsletter, are we talking printed newsletter or email newsletter? Email newsletter. Oh, thank you so much. Cause when you're saying newsletter is <laughs> like, Oh, and you mentioned Microsoft word. I'm like, Please tell me you're oh. not going to make this and try to put it in the U.S. Postal Service because that's like... No, not at all. <laughs> excellent. Okay. Um, and so how many people are going to send it to? Uh, it will probably be anywhere from 50 to 100. 50 to 100. Now, before we continue talking, right. I've noticed an accent, um, and I know it's not from Texas. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, originally. <sighs> yes. And... And so uh, that is the first thing that people say to me when they when I speak. So, of course, you know, yeah. and, it, and it wasn't a New York accent. Um, I have a friend yeah. of mine who just moved here, a new friend who just moved here from Rhode Island. And his accent sounds almost like an Australian accent. It's really oh, wild. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. Wow. All right. Yeah. So, so what we're going to do is you're going to do this by email. Uh, mm-hmm. And there are two services for you to check out. One's called MailChimp okay. and the other one's called Constant Contact. Um, okay. MailChimp is free for up to, I think it's like 5,000 people, some crazy number like that. Constant contact, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's far less than that. But either one of these, what they allow you to do is to import email addresses, which you probably have for all these people. Have you already collected yes. them? Okay, yes. Yes. Okay, so then you can just import them as a CSV file. And mm-hmm. what's really sweet about this is that they have templates. Yes. Right. Oh, terrific. Okay. Okay. We love templates, don't we? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and so you just replace the text and the images with your own. And what's really okay. and what's really great is that um, the services will will help you figure out, and they'll test it on the various devices. So whether it's on a Samsung handheld oh. or a tablet or a television or in mm-hmm. some, in Gmail or in Hotmail or wherever it is. So this way we make sure that it's responsive. So. That's, oh, which a lot of people, they dis, they put this out there and you're like, uh, it looks like crap when it hits somebody's email no. address. And then the other side yeah. of this that you're going to really dig is that mm-hmm. um, you don't have to maintain this list anymore. So oh. if people unsubscribe, they unsubscribe. If people want to subscribe, wherever you have the club's website, just put a link that says here, subscribe to our free newsletter. And, right. uh, and then it just takes on its own life because then you can start looking at all these great statistics, Natalie, like uh, the open oh, yeah. rate, the click-through rate. Um, and then you can also figure out heat maps and you can test subjects, A-B subjects to see to get that up. It's really, okay. it's really a lot of fun. So again, uh, MailChimp, yeah. Constant Contact. Um, mm-hmm. We use MailChimp here in the office. 
Uh, because right. the reason why wait, we don't use MailChimp for the free newsletters, we use MailChimp okay. for when we have like an outbound sales offer that we're doing, maybe on the radio show or in the newsletters or on the website, things like that, because mm-hmm. we don't want to, I would say, like poison our own domain with people who think it might be spam. Uh, oh, right. But Constant Contact is the service that I use for my sister, and she's an educational okay. psychologist. Now, the reason why the difference is that MailChimp, they don't really have the best templates. Uh, okay. Constant Contact has the better templates. So okay. with MailChimp, we have the staff in-house who can really design something that but will look pretty. But in, but mm-hmm. in my sister's case, her having a school and she's in charge of the school in Southern California, she just she doesn't have the personnel oh. or her skill set does not lend itself. I mean, she's a mm-hmm. fabulous right. person. She says the rosary every day. She does. <laughs> and uh, she just deals with kids that have learning disabilities, ADHD. Oh. And, and it's like, it's Bless really, it's, it's really, she's like, she is a saint, Natalie. <laughs> she is. Yes, I, it sounds like <laughs> okay. it. Okay. But. My, very much needed. But she, her tech skills yeah. are not quite there. But so anyway, so mm-hmm. that's why we use constant contact. And. Uh, and so, you know, take a look at either one. And then if you need any help going down the road, uh, just let me know. I'm always here for you because let me tell you something. There's one thing that I know a lot of, and that is email marketing. Uh, if you're not already getting our newsletters, make sure that you sign up over at getkim.com because I totally redesigned them this past spring and we've got a whole team working on them every single day. I'm writing probably half the day myself. I'm hoping to loosen that up just a little bit. But if you're not already getting the newsletter, sign up right now over at getkim.com. We are sending over 600,000 every single day, 600,000 emails. And again, that's at getkim.com. Hey, by the way, if you haven't tried it, Canva has just released this whole suite of AI image generator apps. So you can start with a text prompt and then get matching AI generated images. Uh, They also have this magic media tool. It can generate short videos from a simple text prompt or from an existing image that you might have. But I will tell you, using these AI tools, patience. It's not like you just go in there and like, oh, I want a blonde on a bicycle eating an ice cream cone and then suddenly just pops up. Mm, Not really. The blonde maybe have like six fingers, long legs, whatever it may be. So always, always just take things just a little bit slowly. So you want a brand new phone. What are the reasons to justify this? Okay, number one, battery life. If you've noticed that your phone always needs a charge, it's a sign that your device just isn't keeping up anymore. Number two, storage space. If you're sitting there, you're constantly deleting photos and text messages and videos and apps to make room for new ones, it might be time to just get a new one with more storage space. Uh, next up, performance. Say the phone is running slow, it's freezing, it's crashing frequently. It's the hardware that's really struggling to stay afloat. Next updates, no longer getting those. Now that's really important. Your phone has reached the end of its lifespan. It's not going to be able to keep up with newer software, security issues, glitches, apps, you name it. And then finally, damage. Uh, if your phone has a few bruises, cracked screen, water damage, you, know, you may be able to fix that. But just keep in mind, the cost of repairing a phone, if it's close to what a new phone costs anyway, you might as well just get a brand new phone. Hey, do me a solid and tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show and the Kim Commando Today podcast because knowledge is power and you can find me 24-7 over at commando.com. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.